right, you guys ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Um, I probably should do some type of intro, shouldn't I? Probably. Probably. Hey, BACC, we're at Tanglewood this week. How are you? Live from Tanglewood. Live from Tanglewood. <laughs> With special guests. Are you Ava. Guys, are you, guys, you guys want to do it? <laughs> no. Okay. So the hard part's going to be making sure we don't talk over each other. I apologize in it's, advance. It's going to happen. I'm going to do my best. Yeah. Oh, no. It's fine. Um, but sometimes it'll happen and we'll just I'll do to... the finger thing like Jeffrey taught me. Yep. Cool. We ready? See. Absolutely. All right. So welcome to the BACC Family Podcast. We are here actually at Tanglewood Christian Camp this week for high school camp. And I'm joined by Kaylee and Ava. And I looked at you guys differently when I said your opposite <laughs> names, but that's what happens. Uh, and I wanted to interview them and hear from them this week about how camp is going because camp is such a big part of what we do at BACC with our youth. And so I'm going to ask them a handful of questions and you guys get to hear from them uh, what camp is like and what's going on. So you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> cool. So how's camp going for you guys? Camp's going great. Um, learned so much. I'm actually not as tired as normal, which is very surprising. Very surprising, especially because Kyle's been taking up our FOB time. Um, but I'm having fun and I'm not ready to leave tomorrow, even a little bit. Um, yeah, camp's going really good. I love it here. I hate that I have to leave tomorrow. I'm absolutely exhausted, but I really don't want to go home like at all because I love it here. I love being with my friends and learning a lot. Um, yeah, it's just good. Love worship. Don't want to leave. My voice is absolutely gone, so I sound really weird, but it's yeah. going great. We tend to sing pretty loud here um, and the music's pretty loud here, so it makes it fun, but... Uh, I am glad to go home and see my family for a little bit at least and then uh, turn around and come back for third through fifth camp with Nolan and Caleb. So that'll be fun. Me too. Um, yeah. It's been a good week. I think we, uh, we've had some cool stuff happen. We've had uh, to see, we had to see four baptisms last night, which is cool. It's been a while since I've seen four baptisms at camp. Um, that was and great. So, you know, it was cool seeing God move and, you know, one of them we had been planning to happen at camp and then all of a sudden, you know, some kids and even a sponsor <laughs> decided it was time for them. And so... Uh, what was it like watching that happen? Well, it was crazy. It was really, really emotional, especially like it was really emotional seeing people that aren't usually emotional get emotional. Yeah. Like everything about it, it was just very happy. And I also wasn't expecting it. Like I knew about Cash and Dara, but then like the more I was just like, oh, it's just going to keep going. When is it going to stop? It was very exciting. Yeah. And it was really cool to see, you know, all these people, especially with the lesson that we had taught, the lesson we talked about was literally the verse was repent and be baptized. And then we had four baptisms happen. One of them, one of my really good friends, one of them from our youth group, um, a sponsor. And then, you know, it was just unexpected. It was really awesome to see actually. Yeah, it was, it was cool special. too. I don't, I don't know how, where you guys were, but we literally finished uh, our main session. And then as a group all just walked out while we were singing mm -hmm. and it was like, like I, I felt like kind of Moses leading the procession through the wilderness <laughs> kind of a situation. Uh, it was a little bit weird, but uh, it was, it was fun and it was cool getting out there. And I mean, it's, it's a privilege to get to do that. Even with some of these kids that I've been like, you know, I've seen grow up in a lot of ways, but only like in the summer and midwinter. And so it feels a little bit weird, but at the same time, like, it's cool that I get a chance to to like invest in them over the years that they want me to baptize them. And then, you know, add in this other, uh, that other sponsor and kid just, just being here this week. So that's really cool. So next question is what, what has been the best thing so far about Tanglewood this week? Um, two things. And I think it's kind of like between me and Ava similar. So, uh, definitely worship Tyler Murphy. Great. Always have so much fun. It's just so loud and everybody's, 
singing and jumping and it's great. We'll give a shameless plug for TylerMurphyMusic.com. TylerMurphyMusic.com. Find him on Spotify and, and Apple, Apple Music. And Maybe. SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah. Cool. And he writes his own stuff and does some other other uh, kind of covers of, of Christian music. But also, uh, as good as they are, Tyler and his band as musicians, um, what's different about him? Well, he's from here, so that's one thing. Like, he grew up coming here, so, you know, it's, like, relatable. He also they're so wise and he like takes time to kind of preach like in between songs and you know just talking to him even like outside of worship like he's awesome and he's so fun to talk to and you like learn so much yeah he's the type of leader that you want to just follow because like he loves what he does and he's good at it and you you just want to yeah i think he he's a great person like genuinely from the inside out he's a great person um, and he takes time to talk to the kids even outside. Like I had a, like an hour to like an hour and a half hour discussion with him this week, just talking about like, Hey, how did you, like, I've heard a little bit of your story, but like, you know, band, I was talking to all the band members. I was like, how did you know that this is what you want to do with your life? Like, how did you know this is that you were called to serve God or whatever? And, um, it was really awesome. He's just a great person, like genuinely. Um, and you can tell that he loves that this is what he loves to do. And he's very passionate about it. Our other thing that we, that's been, we spent like all of our free time, all of our meals, all of every second that we're not doing something is uh, talking to Jeffrey or, I mean, just talking to like, people in general, people specifically sponsors, but we spent a lot of time just talking and questions and, you know, it fits because curious yeah. and I've gotten really good answers to the questions I've asked and good answers to questions that I hadn't even like thought of before. Yeah. It's, it's really cool getting a chance to like, you know, sit down with people and just think about the Bible and dwell upon what, what God's word says and have answer questions and even expand things we already know. And then it's cool also now, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but now like you guys are now explaining some of these biblical truths that you're learning over the years through these conversations to other people. And yeah. so you're kind of seeing that secondhand happening now, which is really cool for a youth minister to see. It's very exciting to get, like, when we learn that analogy that we <clears> keep <throat> sharing and getting to share it because, yeah. like, oh, it, you know, changed something in my brain for me. So it's like, you know, you want to tell everybody else. Yeah, that's cool. What yeah, about you, Ava? It's cool to be able to tell everyone else. I really like talking to some of the people there. Um, they even, like... It, it would be, we, we'd have like questions about the Bible. And then one of the questions that popped up in one of our discussions this week was like, what about aliens? Yeah, like, we what, did what, start talking about aliens. Like, what, what does the Bible say about aliens? Like, it's, it's the most random things, but it's so cool to have our questions answered. And then we get to go share that with other people. And um, the people here are just so willing. Like, they'll sit down with us for hours and just talk yeah. about stuff. Yeah, that's and really it's cool. It's, it's cool. good. To, it's good to have people around that can do that. Um, so what's something, you know, what's something you feel like you've really learned from this week of camp? So, um, I don't know how to explain this because growing up in the church, I learned about who God is, but my whole perception of God changed this week, um, at camp. It was just really cool to like have a whole perception change just with the crazy year that we've had going into high school and everything. It was really cool. And, uh, you know, have, uh, like I had a moment in worship today, where um, God's just speaking to me and I'm just learning to, I feel like I kind of just pray and pray and pray, but I don't ever stop and listen and be still to listen um, for God's voice and have him speak. And it was really cool to 
have that experience today. Yeah, I think I think it's weird to say, but I I think one of, like some of the craziest things I've learned is about myself. Like I know the Bible stories. Like I know them. I've read them, you know, heard learned about them my entire life. But some of the like things that you and Jeffrey say around them, like what was it, Tuesday night's lesson? Oh. Yeah. Like what happened Tuesday night? Tuesday night. They weren't, they weren't here, so you're going to have to explain. <laughs> yeah, it. sorry. So Tuesday night we talked about um we talked about Peter denying Jesus. And we talked about our actions denying Jesus. Yeah. And it just really like that that's not going to leave. I know that's not yeah. going to leave. Yeah, we we talked Jeffrey and I talked a lot about how how do you communicate you know, most of us don't have an opportunity for someone to come up to us and be like, believe in Jesus or something crazy is going to happen, you know, but often we have moments in our life where we act like we are denying who Jesus is and what he's done for us, you know, and that night was a, a really kind of good shift in our brains about what that means, uh, denying Jesus with our actions and with our attitudes and those kind of things. And so it's cool to hear that kind of have an impact. I think another thing was, is like these Bible stories that we literally grew up, like I grew up hearing all these baby stories about Peter all of the time. Like I hear these stories in kids church, we learn about them all the time, but to see like a different, a different lesson each time, you know, like you realize, oh, these Bible stories can have different lessons. Like, you know, some, the sermon that Jeffrey would preach is not one that I had ever heard in kids church before. So it was really cool to see these different kinds of lessons that come out of the same story that you've heard multiple times, especially now it's like, oh, well, I struggle to read Bible stories because I, sometimes it's hard to find a lesson out of them or I like, oh, I already know this one. I already know this lesson, but it's cool because you come back and you learn and you see something that you've never even noticed before, yeah. which is really awesome. Yeah, I mean, Kyle, didn't you yourself say, like, you've, I think it was the, the denying Jesus one. You've heard it preached a whole bunch of times, but never, like, that specific way. Yeah. Like, it's cool that, you know, you can learn something new from the story every single time. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's almost, I mean, like a, like a, you know, you put up a, like a diamond or a prism to a light, and the more you turn it, the more, like, different pictures you get as you turn it kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the Bible just has a unique perspective to do that really, really well. Um, and so the, the hope is like we talk about a lot is the hope is that we as followers of Jesus would love God's word, like not just read it because we're supposed to, but we actually love it. And the more you read it, the more you're like, man, this is complex and beautiful and, you know, so, uh, different than any other text we read. So, um, it's awesome to hear you guys talk about that. So how, how do you feel like Tanglewood and what we get to do here at Tanglewood benefits, not just you guys, um, and not just our youth group, but like all of Bay area. I think, well, like biggest one camp directly affects us, like all of the kids, you know, as young as like the first chance camp to, you know, however old you are going to camp affects us in such a way that we take it home and we share what we've learned, which affects, you know, other people in the church and we use what we've learned to teach and so it like continuously affects people in our church you know it spreads yeah i cannot explain how important tanglewood is in my life and like i i, I had to be here like i signed up literally the day we were leaving <laughs> sorry moms expose you but we literally signed up the day life is crazy but i was like mom i have to go like I, i'm going like i'm gonna pay for i'll pay for it my own way i have to go right um it was, it was just like, it's so important to me. And I think 
um, like we've we've mentioned this so much at camp, especially is this is our future generation. This is the future generation of the church. Right. And the things that we're learning at Tanglewood are things that I, you know, I don't learn these things outside of, you know, sometimes we learn them at church, but at Tanglewood, it's just you get to like you know, we talk about feeling God or whatever. You literally feel God here. And it's like, you're surrounded by a community of believers and it's, and it's an amazing experience. And you're helping, not only is it helping our church, but it's benefiting the other churches around because all these other believers are going back home and our community churches can get together. And, um, even these kids can bring things back to their, their home families, to their parents and their siblings. You can bring these things back and get them ready to come to camp or get more sponsors to come because like, Hey, sponsors adults that are listening in this is important and as I mean me teaching I'm only 15 but as when I teach in kids church I sometimes learn more teaching than I do just learning so you know we get adults to come and sponsor and they might learn things themselves yeah I think too like hearing what you guys say I feel like sometimes when we talk about camp some of the adults think like I can't run around with kids all day I can't like play. I'm not gonna play basketball with them. I'm not gonna like, but the fact that some of your favorite parts of camp is sitting in the cafeteria and talking about the Bible and God's word. Like, I feel like a lot of people would rather, you know, have environments where they can come and do that kind of thing uh, than to say, Hey, go sleep in our, you know, awesome bunk beds and shower in the showers and, you know, kind of rough it a little bit out here for a week. Um, But to get to have those kind of conversations, I feel like is entirely worth it. And so um, that's one way. I think the other thing too, is, you know, um, I, I would guess, cause I, this is my experience is I get a lot out of Tanglewood too. Okay. So other sponsors that come, like I'm, my hope is that, you know, they're not just sitting there thinking, oh man, this just only applies to the kids. I know you my know. mom does. I mean, yeah. I've she's been coming sponsors. here for so long and continues to come back. It's still, I mean, she takes notes in every sermon. She looks back at them. Yeah. And so I think, you know, in that way it get, it provides an opportunity for our church to not only invest in the next generation, um, but to continue to develop the generations that are serving right now in the church as well, sure. um, because it's another avenue to do that. So, for sure. um, so last thing, you know, you guys are here for a week. Um, you're coming back next week to lead worship, uh, Kaylee. Right. Um, and then, um, you know, you've got a full summer school starts up next year. You're in your senior year. Um, you know, that's Yeah. You guys can't see her face when, when I said that, um, you know, so, so there's a lot going on kind of figuring out uh, what's next. So as you leave Tanglewood, the hope is that, you know, you don't leave what you, you learned and gathered and understood here. And so what's, what's some things that you're going to take with you as you leave Tanglewood this summer? Well, I mean, I already said it specifically Tuesday night. I think that is like one big thing that I definitely am not going to forget. And it's very important because, you know, when you're at church, it's you do your best to, like, do everything right, do what you're supposed to. But having taking that home and remembering that, like, you don't just do your best while you're at church. And I think it's really going to help me, you know, show my faith by doing better. I think that's one big thing. I mean, all all the small things that I've learned, you know, talking to people and listening to the sermons, I'm going to take that and it really changes like the way you think about the Bible. Yeah. So I've learned, so I, I've learned how to better myself and I've changed the way I look at the Bible 
Yeah. Those are big things that I'm definitely going to take with me. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to bring some of the stuff that I've learned here back home. Um, just to, you know, be able to tell people about the things that I've learned, you know, my parents and my family, I'm really excited to tell them about that. But also I get to take these back to the kids and, um, teach them the things that I've learned and, um, also not, not, not even just learning, but watching the sponsors here, you and Dale, uh, not Dale, um, and Jeffrey and, Tyler and the worship team and these sponsors that are here, we get to bring that back to our church and to, you know, kind of take their example and use it so that we can help the kids, um, the worship team, you know, where we serve in the church, bring it back there. Um, all of the information, all of the, the learning that we've done with, through the Bible, we get to take that all back home and share it. And that's a really exciting thing to do. That's awesome. You know, I, I, I love doing Tanglewood for the reason that you, you often get to see um, impact happen on a kind of smaller scale, you know, like it, it seems to take longer with adults uh, sometimes. And so it's fun to watch you guys kind of grow and mature in your faith and get to experience it. And, you know, I start thinking some of the conversations I've had with some of the other kids this week, like, you know, Kyle and Hampton and Ellis and um, even, you know, uh, Evelyn and and Renee and Maddie and um, who am I missing here? Yeah. Dara. You know, yeah, Dara getting baptized. Yeah. Like it, it was cool just to see, like, you know, the the wheels start turning about what faith is, and it's not just about like, you know, going to church and and like learn like learning the stories, but it's actually seeing them kind of implant in your heart and begin to transform you, and um, that that movement from just like your parents' faith or just kind of a not a generic, but like a you know, I understand the stories of the Bible. I know who Jesus is to a, this is how Jesus is transforming me on a daily basis. Um, that's why, that's why I do ministry, right? That's why we are pastors is because that transformation is what we believe can happen. And so it's great to be able to, to be a part and hear you guys talk about your heart, um, as that's happening. So, um, last question that I didn't get, I, I didn't write down, but I'm gonna ask you anyway is, so we've, we've been spending all week, um, in their quiet times in Psalm 57. Right, so tell me what what Psalm fifty seven means to you right now. Um. So I I spent the past week I have it memorized. Um. Psalm fifty seven. I familiarized myself with it. Specifically, there's one word that like has really captured my brain this week. Like, is actually taking over my brain. It just keeps popping up and and like, I it's just a word faithfulness. I never thought about it before. You know, it's faithfulness. You learn it when you're in, I learned it in like second grade and Sunday school class, but it's like specifically God's faithfulness. And there's a part of the verse where it says, um, it says his steadfast love is great to the heavens, his faithfulness to the clouds. Like God's faithfulness is, you know, great, great to the clouds, great, crazy, great. And it's just, it makes me so happy to think. So we talked about faithfulness being kind of like reliability and thinking about how I can rely on God. He's faithful to me. Um, that is for some reason really blowing my mind this week. I also, you know, the verse, um, not verse nine, uh, give, I will give thanks to the Lord. I will I will give thanks to the Lord among the people. Uh, I will sing praises to him among the nations. 
And I don't know. It's just like, I will do that. I will sing. Cause you know, you, you think you sing, right? You're singing, you're giving thanks, you're praying everything, but it's among all the people and to all the nations. And I don't know. It's, I don't know. Those are like the biggest parts of the verse to me. Yeah. Um, so the Psalms are my, probably more, like my favorite book of the Bible. I love the Psalms. Um, and in this Psalm, um, it's, it's starting off with David crying out to God. Um, Oh, be merciful to me, Lord. Um, crying out to God. And, and later, you know, we talk about this all the time, how David could start out in his emotional state crying out to God. And then he goes saying, Oh, but you are so faithful. You are so steadfast. You are, um, I take refuge, refuge in you and you're going to help me with my enemies. Like, it's just amazing to see how David is so, he, he's a man after God's heart. Like, you know, we talk about that all the time, you know, even whenever, you know, he could start with crying out to God and five verses later, it's like be exalted among the nations and everything. It's amazing to see. Um, and this, this, um, Psalm that we've been reading, I relate, I relate to a lot. Just, I feel like I got so lost in this past year being so crazy. Um, just to read, I'm going to take refuge in you. I'll take refuge in the shadows of your wings as till the storms of destruction pass by. I was like, wow, you know, like where was this Psalm all year? <laughs> like, it's amazing to read. It's, it's amazing. I, I didn't add it in there. It was there all year. So. <laughs> no. It's been there for a while. Uh, yeah. I, I love the. The idea, you know, you, you talk a lot, little bit about it, that uh, our faithfulness to God flows out of his faithfulness to us. You know, like we, we, we are not faithful to God uh, simply because we have the human capacity to be faithful. Like we don't, we, we look around the world and like lack of faithfulness is caused problems all over. But now, right. Faithfulness has actually led us to uh, God's faithfulness has helped us to be faithful. And so, um, cool. That, that's probably our cue right there to, to start wrapping it up as kids are coming in um, and loud noises are happening. But I want to thank you guys for being here, uh, not just at the podcast, but also at camp. Uh, I love getting to do camp with you guys, and uh, I love hearing your heart behind it. It's for letting us come. Thank you. My favorite place. All right. So here. we'll see you guys back at church in the next uh, next few days, um, and then maybe tune back in next week, and hopefully I can interview uh, Kaylee and and Zach as they lead worship for third through fifth camp. Uh, maybe we'll bring in Caleb too. He'd be fun to, to listen say, to as well. I was going to say definitely bring in Caleb. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, thank you guys.